the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome you to the show. I was thinking about the mask issue. And, you know, it's not my opinion, it's my knowledge that they are useless outdoors. They're probably useless indoors, but I'm not talking about indoors. Outdoors, they're useless. They're actually bad. They're bad for uh, the human uh, being. They're bad for the way we relate to one another. And they protect against nothing. So I was thinking about the masks as a metaphor for the uh, American condition today for at least half of the country. People are wearing masks, not just physically. People are wearing masks in terms of their thought, in terms of who they are philosophically and morally. And that is even worse than the physical mask. The physical mask is useless, but the the personal mask of temperament, ideals, ideas, values, that's life-ruining. You know, people are afraid to take off their mask. They want to appear just as with the physical mask, most people are wearing masks for social reasons, not medical. The, the medical reasons are non-existent. The, the reason, most, not all, some people really do believe it. Some people, one person called my show, said he intends to wear a mask the rest of his life. That's a poor soul. And... Obviously, an unhappy and frightened soul. Frightened people are not happy people by definition. But the other mask, hiding who we are, lest we stand out, just like with the physical mask, it's lest I stand out and be reprimanded. People don't want to stand out. They like to stand out for approbation but not for opprobrium. That's, that's true for everybody. You'd rather stand out for applause than for booze. But by and large, people want to appear like everybody else. I remember when I was a kid in college, and the big thing was not to conform to your parents' way of dressing. So instead they conformed to the 70s or 60s way of dressing. <laughs> Everybody wore the same jeans instead of the same suit pants. So we, it was, there's a trade-in of 
conformity to conformity. And by the way, some conformity is superb. Conformity, by definition, is not bad any more than change, by definition, is good. So, people don't want to stand out. The mask that I'm I'm speaking of, the non-physical mask, hiding who you really are, swallowing the lies about your country that you do to send your child to the... What term can I use for the modern school in most cases? The ideological training factory that you send them to without speaking out, that is the mask that I am referring to. So I have uh, I've advocated in the recent past that unless it is definite end of ability to feed your family, come out of the closet. This may be a dwindling time frame in any event when you can do so. What's happened to this country in the last few years it's been building up for half a century but it is it has taken on the speed of light and it is of course encouraged by most radical president in American history without even a close second the man uh, is destroying this country with the speed of light and he's doing so because he's a nothing and therefore will not stand up to the radical America haters, government builders that constitute the Democratic Party today. So you have to get out of the closet. You have to take off the mask figuratively as well as literally. Tomorrow is the happiness hour, but I can assure you that you cannot be happy in the closet. This was true for those with different sexual proclivities in the past, and this is true for those with different political proclivities at this time. one Prager 776 I'd like to know what stops you from posting dissenting articles on your Facebook page or your Twitter account. I'll tell you, one good place to start is with my column this week. It's now up at American Greatness. It started at Town Hall and DennisPrager.com. Whites are not hated because of slavery. They're hated because they built America and the West. That once you understand that, you understand why the battle is little to do with race and has everything to do with values. I don't, well, I, I take back what I was about to say, which is funny because I didn't say it. What I was about to say that they were, the, the battle, that, is that I don't understand how the West has produced people who hate it. 
it is so much better than what was produced elsewhere. It has nothing to do with race. The white race also produced Hitler and Stalin. So it's an idiocy to say it's about race. But it happens to be that whites or the dominant race, if you, if you give a damn about that, and I don't, with regard to building the West and America. And if you hate the West and America, what you do is you define it as hatred of the white. You can't say, I hate the West, although people are beginning to say it. You know why? And that's the question that I'd like to pose in addition to the mask issue. Why do people hate the West? Why do Westerners hate the West? The West was built on the belief that there is such a thing as excellence. And it was a pursuit of the best, the deepest, the most beautiful, the most uplifting, uh, the, the most profound. It was, a, it was a pursuit of the most. Shakespeare wrote the most compelling plays. Democracy is the most compelling form of government. It's the worst, except for all the others, as Churchill put it. Western music was regarded worldwide as the best, the deepest. The Japanese are the greatest purveyors of Bach. People hate the idea of the best. They hate the idea of having to answer to standards, moral, aesthetic, or scientific. One eight Prager seven seven six eight seven seven two four three triple seven six. The pursuit of the best is what the mediocrities hate. We'll be back. Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Janice's story. I was skeptical at first. But because of the pain that I was having when I would uh, substitute teach and have to climb stairs, so I have lower back, hip, and even knee pain. And after about three weeks, I found that I could climb stairs pain-free. But it wasn't only pain-free. I could do it step over step without holding on the railing. I'm really happy. It's, it makes me feel like I'm young again. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384. 800 500 
When running a business, HR issues can kill you. Wrongful termination suits, minimum wage requirements, labor regulations, and HR manager salaries aren't cheap. An average of $70,000 a year. Bambi, spelled B-A-M-B-E-E, was created specifically for small businesses. You can get a dedicated HR manager, craft HR policy, and maintain your compliance, all for just $99 a month. It's a lot less than $70,000 a year. With Bambi, you can change HR from your biggest liability to your biggest strength. Your dedicated HR manager is available by phone, email, or real-time chat. From onboarding to terminations, they customize your policies to fit your business and help you manage your employees day-to-day, all for just $99 a month. No hidden fees. Cancel any time. Let Bambi help. Get your free HR audit today. Go to Bambi, B-A-M-B-E-E dot com slash Prager to schedule your first free HR audit. That's Bambi.com slash Prager, spelled B-A-M-B-E-E dot com slash Prager. Marty in Cleveland, Ohio. Dennis Prager, hello. Uh, thanks, Dennis, and uh, thanks for all you do. Um, largely encouraged by you, I removed the mask as, as you're talking about today. I work for a large corporation, and you know these groups have the employee resource groups where you, if you have you know a cancer connection or similar interest. This particular group was a parents group that I was part of, and they put out. A, a piece of material that was race-conscious things to talk to your children about. There were two things in particular, uh, a section on holidays that re- returned Thanksgiving into Thanksgiving. There was a section on sexuality, and the content in there isn't even appropriate to share on your show. I, I called the leaders of this group to challenge them on this. Lo and behold, they were not even aware of the content within uh, the piece that they were distributing. And so my point is, yeah, I have that confidence and that courage to stand up, respectfully give the resistance. And I think you'll find in many cases the left and these groups don't even know what it is that they're, they're sharing. No, it's a very, a, a very rational process. That's an important point. Thanks taking. Wow. Well. Look, and anything that is beautiful is destroyed. Whether it's Thanksgiving or Christmas, July 4th, Beethoven's third, Leonardo da Vinci's paintings, it doesn't matter. If it is beautiful, it is irrelevant. What is relevant is the color of the person who made it. This is called progressive. It is, it is a regression to the lowest form of human perception of life. That it is not what you produce, but the color of the producer that matters. The true, true moron, I've been following this man for years, there is a true moron who is the lead critic for music at the New York Times, a man by the name of Tomasini. He has actually advocated in the pages of the New York Times that the New York Philharmonic abolish blind auditions. Blind auditions were established to remove color and gender from any consideration of who the Philharmonic will hire. Do you play the trumpet best was the only question, not how do you look. 
He has advocated that how you look be determinative. Needless to say, the what will happen in every arena of life is that people will understand hard work is not important. I won't get to be the trumpeter at the New York Philharmonic. I won't get to be the and do fill in the, the, the whatever it is. I need to be the right color. So if I'm white, hard work doesn't help. And if I'm black, hard work isn't needed. They'll just take me because I'm black. What a beautiful message. Civilization is fragile. That's why my fellow Jews are among the American, my fellow American Jews are among the most foolish ethnic groups in the history of the study of ethnicity. They don't understand the fragility of, of society and of civilization after the Holocaust. I don't, uh, the reason Jewish life has produced so many fools, there are two reasons. And they are that the left has taken over non-Orthodox life. Howdy, everybody. Dennis Prager with you. One eight Prager seven seven six. Wise then brainwashed other groups. But uh, in case you're not Jewish, please know you face virtually identical problems in your group. The head of the Catholic Church is a leftist. Need I say more? And I, I don't know what direction even evangelical Protestants will be headed. I don't know. Are they producing evangelical children with, with similar values to the parents? Many are, many are not. It's very hard to say my society is wrong. Very hard. My opening comments are taking off your mask figuratively and literally. Thanks, taking. That's a new one, I gotta admit. Carolyn in Los Angeles, California. Hello. Hi, Dennis. It's such an honor to talk to you. Thank you. There's a, a really disturbing trend that's come kind of close to home this week for me. I have a, a couple of examples, a 20-something colleague, very nice girl, friend of mine. We were talking about the Georgia, what she calls restrictive voter law. I think it should be called the common sense voter law. But when I mentioned that Colorado and other states have even more restrictive laws, her response to me was, oh, I don't know anything about that. And I said to her, well, I do. I took the time to look online, state-by-state, read voter laws, and she was completely ignorant of this. And may I make another point on that? Wait, wait, wait. Yes, of course you can. Are you going to give me her further reaction, or you have another point? Well, I... All right, hold on, hold on. We don't have the time anyway. I'm very curious. 
It's a very common response from the left. Oh, I don't know anything about that. Don't you get tired of commercials screaming at you to buy gold now with inflated promises on future values? In an unregulated industry, you need honest, real experts to give you solid advice to protect your wealth and top picks on the best coins and bullion. As environmental policy becomes a hot topic, one precious metal that's been significantly undervalued for years is potentially set to surge. Nick Grovich, owner of AmFed Coin and Bullion, has long recommended this precious metal. Up to 600,000 ounces of this rare metal will be needed by 2030 to produce green hydrogen. Nick is doubling down on this pick, and you should too. Call Nick at AmFed Coin and Bullion to find out more. I've been friends with Nick for years, and he's my go-to guy when it comes to coins and bullion. I trust him. That's a very big statement, by the way. Call Nick at 800-221-7694, 800-221-7694, AmericanFederal.com, AmericanFederal.com. With the help of the United States and other Western powers, China has become an economic powerhouse. The idea was prosperity would persuade China to align its interests with the world's free nations, but that's not what happened. Former U.S. Ambassador to the U.N. Nikki Haley explains why in the new video from Prager University. See it at PragerU.com, where we teach what isn't taught. That's right. That's what we do. I'm Dennis Prager. So Carolyn in L.A. is telling me, go back to her momentarily, that she studied... The laws, and I've mentioned this on the air, that Delaware is more restrictive with regard to voting laws. The whole Georgia thing was a lie, by the way. I think there was still a banner at my website to sign to support Georgia. No money involved, just it's a good example of taking off the mask and speaking out. So she spoke to a friend and told her, well, you know, they moved the all-star game to Denver, but Colorado has more restrictive laws than Georgia. And your friend said, what? I didn't know that? Carolyn? Yes. Is that what your friend said? I didn't know that? Yeah, she said, I don't know anything. Yeah, about I don't that. know anything about that, nor is she interested to know anything about it. Because NPR told her to support the Major League Baseball decision. Every one of you who watches a Major League Baseball game, I'm sorry to say, is supporting a rotten to the core system called Major League Baseball. It's painful to me because I love baseball and I I love some of the players. Uh, However, Major League Baseball is rotten to the core and it needs to be fought and the the best way is not to give them revenue. Uh, what's your other uh, point that you wanted to make? I have two sisters. During the Biden, the Trump and Biden uh, administrations, my one sister watches only Cooper Anderson. That's where her 100% of information comes from. My other sister, during Trump's administration, was railing all the time against Trump, actually crying to me talking about kids in cages and the other day i had lunch with her um we don't see each other that often but i had lunch with her and she almost proudly said 
oh, I don't watch news anymore. So she is not even interested in what is going on at the border or anywhere in the country. She's just tuned it out, and people are just putting their heads in the sand. They Nothing can upset their little set uh, That's right. mind pattern. That is exactly right. Read my two columns from a couple of months ago. One is titled The Good German, and the other is The Good American. I sadly, this is one of the, truly, it's a sad thing for me to report to you. I understand the good German, quote-unquote, better as a result of this past year in America than I ever did. People are afraid to speak out, and there's no Gestapo. There's no Dachau in the United States. So how much more so would be people would be afraid to speak out in Germany when there was a Gestapo and a Dachau. If you don't know what the Gestapo and Dachau are, you're probably uh, under 40, and you attended a typical American high school and college where you learn almost nothing. Truly, almost nothing. Anyone who does not know those two terms is an ignoramus. What was it? What did they do? They did a thing on how many ever heard of Auschwitz? Right. But there's not a kid alive who hasn't heard of George Floyd. Auschwitz, Schmauschwitz, right? The issue is, is America. American racism. Rebecca in Riverside, California. Hello. Hi, hold on. I'm taking up speakerphone right now. Gosh, such an honor to talk to you. I've listened to you my whole entire life. In fact, my parents are probably listening. Hi, Mom and Dad. They introduced me to talk radio a long time ago, so I'm a big fan. But I just want to have a funny story about the masks um, and how arbitrary and how dumb they are. I never wear a mask. I haven't worn one this whole entire time. I went to my local sporting goods store yesterday with my three small kids. I walked in the store, and the lady said, okay, you have to wear a mask. I said, no, I don't do masks. And she said, Okay, well, if you're not going to wear a mask, um, <laughs> our store manager has to escort you around the store and help you shop. I said, okay, sure. So it was awesome because I had the store manager help me shop and point out everything that I needed to All right, to hold on with me. I don't understand their thinking. You'll have to explain it. All right, everybody. Dennis Prager here. I got a lot to talk about, including LeBron James who has this uh, thought that because he plays basketball so well, he has something important to say. And you all know the relationship between athletic ability and profundity of thought. It is the same, by the way, as the relationship between yachting ability or ability to solve physics equations and wisdom that doesn't exist. They're completely unrelated. There are wise basketball players and there are wise physicists. But they are not wise because they are physicists or because they are basketball players. Anyway, we'll get to him in a moment. Back to Rebecca 
in California, and Rebecca, you entered a store and you were told you needed a mask or yes. or the supervisor, I, the manager would walk around with you? I didn't understand right. that. Could, Why weren't you simply told to put on a mask? Well, I guess that's the option they have. I'm not sure why, but it just goes to prove how arbitrary their rules are and how they just make it up as you go along, as they go along. I don't know why, like, I had to either go in without a mask or if I wanted to be maskless, the manager can escort me around the store. But just to prove that it's all theater, I just said, yeah, sure, that'd be great. So the manager followed me around the store. I didn't have to wear a mask, and he wore a mask, and he helped me. In fact, it was awesome because I have a four-year-old, a two-year-old, and a nine-month-old, and he helped me carry everything and show me where everything was. <laughs> but I did it just to point out how arbitrary and dumb the rules are. I don't know why that's their rule. I think the guy had a it crush on sense. you. That's my opinion. <laughs> Maybe he did. Huh? Maybe he did. Yeah, yeah. No, no, that's it. Because uh, the rule is completely irrational. You're not going to wear a mask, so let me go around with you and die. Uh, men die for uh, for uh, beauty. I mean, that's just the way it is. Got to send me a picture of you and the three kids. <laughs> that's I got That is a unique story. I must admit, I don't quite follow that one. Well, if I were, this is a question from the engineering studio. If I were employee of the studio, would I not, uh, 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 yes, of the store, would I not raise some questions? I don't think anybody's raising questions with the zeitgeist, the spirit of the time is not to ask these uh, these questions. All right, everybody, that that was uh, that was unique. And uh, Charles in Tyler, Texas. Hi, thank you for calling. Howdy. Howdy. So, what is the specific science about how masks are bad, and where did you uh, find it? I read yesterday, I've read repeatedly uh, from the New England Journal of Medicine. You could find it in my column on masks of a couple of weeks ago. I cite chapter and verse and a a long excerpt from the New England Journal of Medicine, I think last May, saying that they were largely uh, useless outdoors. And uh, that's the first. Now we're getting that it's largely useless. This was the National Institutes of Health came out this week. And that I think I put that up at my website. You you could find this if you I don't know if you did a search on the internet. And that while they try to, this was the amazing thing. Listen to this. Okay. Steve Cortez, uh, the uh, he was with CNN for years. They let him go because he he wasn't on the left. And Steve Cortez put up on his Twitter account, all he did was cite the NIH study, National Institutes of Health study, and Twitter took him down. So you must understand the scientific literature uh, is overwhelmingly disparaging of the use of masks. This is Fauci and the left. Uh, that are pushing it, and Americans buy it. It's very simple. The virus is smaller 
than the the mesh or whatever you call it that constitutes a mask. As one doctor put it to me, it is like blocking mosquitoes with a chain fence. <laughs> yeah, I didn't make that up. That's why I cite the doctor. So, uh, so take a look. This is. I'm sorry, May 2020. What? Yeah, New England Journal of Medicine, May 21st, 2020. But all you need to do is get my article for the relevant excerpt. And for it to work, even even they, the proponents of this lie, uh, they say you have to wash it every time you take it off, wash your hands every time you take it off, and change it every day. And, of course, if you touch it while it's on, you've sort of, in their view, uh, undone its use. It is entirely irrational. It is entirely destructive. It is entirely a power trip, and it plays to the scared. I have come to realize, which I did not in the past, I admit it, and it is a, it was what we call a lacuna in my understanding of the human being. If you get people scared, you can have them do anything. Not just stupid, self-destructive things, but evil things. Fear is the biggie. I'm not comparing masks to the Nazis. I'm just going to say that what the Nazis did was get Germans to fear Jews. It's, it's Hitler said it over and over. It's, it's a battle it's an existential battle. Where have you heard that? Yeah, either Jews or Aryans will survive. Existential, that's what the whole lie about the world being destroyed by global warming. It's existential, so people are scared. They'll do anything. The Dennis Prager Show. Serving USA. I hear this song. Opprobrium. Opprobrium, there you go. Opprobrium. Thank you. Welcome to uh, the Vocabulary Show. I'm Dennis Prager. I hear that song, and I think of the freer America that existed prior to the last few years. Kids today don't value freedom. Many, many don't. Many adults don't. Leftists actually loathe it because free people don't choose uh, to uh, to do what the left wants. Not enough, anyway. It's it's really. I mean, these are things that I'm saying that I never expected to. Atlanta, Georgia, Robert. Hello, Dennis. That's right. You are on a subject that I think about 30 times a day. Mm-hmm. I spend all my time with 20 different emails, VPNs. I'm probably more to the right than you are. I work for a major corporation. If I ever spoke plainly about almost anything, I actually think I could pack my bags in 15 seconds. If anyone ever knew what goes on in my mind, and I think it's entirely rooted in historical tradition, 
it would turn my entire life upside down automatically. Hmm. There's a book that I read as a very young man by Czeslaw Milos called The Captive Mind. I read it. Czeslaw Milos. He's I know of, you did. Yeah. I know you're very familiar with it. And Solzhenitsyn is another, was a huge influence on me. In fact, our studies are very similar. Mm-hmm. And the idea of Ketman and the captive mind is pretty much how I live my life. I use social media to identify all the crazy leftists that I work with so that I can avoid them all. All of my operations are OPSEC. I have to use pseudonyms for everything. Even I'm not Robert. I'm not even in Atlanta. But I just so habitually do it because wow. we're facing either either fight, run, hide, or sell out. And so since you're not, or, since you're not, you. okay, since you're not Robert and you're not in Atlanta, can you tell us the corporation? Sure, I work for HP. It is uber woke. I mean, beyond the pale, insane, insane. What is he supposed to do? It's a very fair question. That's why I say, I who have my job cannot tell somebody, you cannot have a livelihood. But short of that, everybody has to speak out. 